I'm Heather, a chaos coordinator and mom of three young kids. Chaos and cookies is literally my life, with never-ending dishes, laundry, you name it. Being a mom is a blessing, but it also comes with hard days too. Together, we can find the humor and real solutions to lighten your load and clean up the crumbs. You're listening to the Chaos and Cookies Podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Chaos and Cookies podcast. Today is all about parenting, all about strong-willed children. I have many of those, especially one. And so we're going to talk to Reem Rauda, who's a conscious parenting coach, um, who's certified by world-renowned parenting expert, Dr. Shafali. And she also, uh, Reem also founded uh, High Love Parenting. Um, She's going, she has a uh, new workshop that's coming out and uh, it's called Ending the Battle with Our Strong-Willed Child. And so we'll talk more about that as well in this episode and get you some information in case that's something you'd like to look into. And uh, without further ado, welcome Reem to the show. Hi, how are you? Hi, thank you so much. I'm so honored to be here with you today. Thank you. And we're so happy to have you. And uh, before we jump in, I'm going to ask you my icebreaker, which is what is your favorite cookie and or cookie memory? Oh, cookies. Well, I remember my mouth is watering that my first job was at treats. I'm Canadian, so I don't think we have it here in the States, but it's a it's like a bakery and they have the best semi-sweet warm chocolate chip cookies and they had like salt in it or something and it was salty and sweet and warm and delicious so semi-sweet chocolate chip cookie oh yeah that's a new one and uh now that you're in the states where are you now i'm in new jersey new jersey and so it's north my parents are from new york so you know familiar with that area yeah and uh, 10 years before here sorry oh yeah no you're fine no 10 years you've been so you've been in the states for 10 years uh, actually 20. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. And you are a parent. You have a five-year-old. Yes, I do. And I have two stepchildren. Oh, okay. And so that's why I was a little, I know that, that, that he might be in your room. And so I was like, Oh, you're going to say cookies out loud. <laughs> he actually already had two chocolate butter cups for breakfast. So he's good. And that's oh, well, good. Well, good. <laughs> So tell me um, and the listeners a little bit more about your background and um, how you became a conscious parenting coach. Sure. So uh, when I did become a parent, I, you know, had all these expectations of how it would go and how my son would be and everything would be, you know, beautiful and run smoothly. And then uh, when he was about two, I noticed that we were having a hard time and I was just, I couldn't, um, I wasn't sure of how to deal with quote unquote disobedience. And I saw how emotionally dysregulated I was. And I was yelling, um, for things like him not falling asleep and things that were just insane. If I, if I can call it that. And then one night it just hit me like a ton of bricks that, my reaction and my approach had a lot to do with his behavior and the chaos. Um, so that's when I decided to learn a new way. And so that's where I found Dr. Shafali. And then I just started applying the conscious parenting way and things just improved so dramatically for 
me as a mother, for him as my child and our relationship. And it was just so powerful that I became a certified coach. And because I wanted to share this information with every parent that I knew. Yeah, I, I'm learning a lot about that as well, because my kids have been so dysregulated with just going back and forth between mom and dad's house. Mm -hmm. And now this long stint coming up where I get to hopefully re-regulate them. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I try not to yell. I mean, man, sometimes you just do, and it doesn't help anything. It actually just makes you feel worse. And then they just look at you like, what's wrong with you? And so it's also not great modeling, Mm -hmm. uh, but trying to, to really see it from their eyes is hard when you're in the moment. I mean, I have three, so they're constantly wearing me down, mm-hmm. wearing me out. They tag team, you know, it, whenever I have two, I'm like, great. Cause they are a little <laughs> easier one, even better. Yeah. And so they are feeling all these emotions and we have to remember that they're feeling them early and they don't know what it is. And we're adults and we understand that a little mm-hmm. bit more sometimes. <laughs> so we forget that and take a step back and trying to like dummy yeah. it down for ourselves. Yeah. So we are great at doing that as parents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, what kind of techniques have you found that are really helpful for you with this? Like I have a strong-willed daughter. Mm-hmm. Ooh. She, and she's also got some OCD, but she's just very, just, she will keep at it till I just change my mind. Mm -hmm. And I'm currently trying to say, I'm trying to stick to my guns more because it helps when you're consistent, but like no means no, which is so hard because sometimes that no makes our lives more difficult, but, um, no means no. And just sticking with it seems to be helping the consistent, like the, the persistence that they give. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. They boundaries are a great thing. Um, a lot of people think that conscious parenting means there's no boundaries and you let the child just do whatever, but our children actually crave boundaries and someone to contain them like that. But with a strong-willed child, it's easy to discipline them in a way that, um, does not contain and maintain connection because they can be so challenging and frustrating. We tend to, you know, jump to the threats or jump to the, you know, give me this. You don't get TV, give me the iPad, give me the phone, go to your room, time out. Cause we're so, we get so activated much easier with them. Um, but that's working against us. And that's just creating more resistance in them and more resentment in them and more defensiveness and defiance. So um, it's it's very challenging because uh, we, our reactions are everything. Our approach is everything, um, but they bring out that the worst in our approach and the worst in our reactions. So it's being aware as much as possible to how we are coming in, um, really trying not to be on our child's back, but to be on their side and connecting with them before attempting to correct the behavior. So can you give us an example? Yeah. Like say, you know, your child won't get off the TV instead of coming in and being like, it's time, like snatching the remote from their hand, turning it off. 
and you know what's going to happen when you do that, screaming, crying, tantrum, meltdown, you can say, I know you want to watch more TV, um, but it is time for bed. Do you want to watch a couple more minutes or one more video um, before, and then we'll turn it off? So there you validate it. Like you got on their side, like, I know you want to watch more. So there they settle. You're not like coming in with like, you know, so you settled them, you validated them. And then there's so much power in giving your strong-willed child choices because they need to feel like they're in control. So when you give them choices and they, and then that gives them power that makes them that satisfies their need for control. And then they'll usually cooperate. Yeah. And I've also noticed with mine, if I give heads up, they like to know like what's coming. So five minute warning and they can't really keep track of time. So then it's like, Oh, two minutes, two minute warning after like a minute, but, um, giving them an opportunity to just prepare to wind it down. Um, or, you know, one more video and then we're going to need to turn it off. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll always say like one more and they're like, nope, mm-hmm. say no, maybe tomorrow pick up where you're left off. That's where I get like one more, just one more, just one more. And mm-hmm. it's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what about when you have a strong willed kid about let's say, um, with conflict resolution with another sibling, like she will instigate, like she's always the one, if I hear like everything could be quiet and peaceful. And then all of a sudden I'll see her walk into a room and then it all of a sudden it's just, Hmm. that's it done. I'm like, what'd she do? Hmm. Like she's going to go do something or instigate something. Yeah. Well, okay. Right there. Um, even though you said it maybe in your head, what did she do? That's kind of like putting an, uh, an imaginary label on her, you know? And so you kind of walked into that, you're walking into that situation already. Like, what did she do? So that energy is perpetuating her defiance. Just like sometimes we have to, keep that in mind as parents that when we label them, even just to ourselves in our head, what did she do now? What do, she's so difficult. She's so challenging. She's so strong. She, that energy pours out of us when we, you know, interact with them and that lends to them being more defiant. So always watch yourself, you know, um, even in telling yourself, we just have to like, um, kind of, just be aware that we're bringing that into the room, that energy with us. And then always, always, always with siblings, it's, it's for, um, usually for parental attention. And we always, always have to make number one, that we do not take sides because that's, that's just going to escalate everything. So try, you know, of course, setting boundaries. And if they're getting physical, you know, make them safe, but dealing with it in a way where you're not, you're not saying, you know, what did she do now out loud, making one, pinning one against the other, um, you know, stating what's wrong about it, but in a way that doesn't, 
make them feel like you're choosing sides. Right. Right. And so that's really, I use a lot of feeling words. I'll say like, well, how would that make you feel if you were, if that would have happened and that typically will help because mm-hmm. they're still so much younger, but mm-hmm. one now the new thing is like, well, she did this to me. So I did that to her. And it's like, well, both of those are wrong. And mm-hmm. so now you're both going to get a consequence because those actions were, you know, incorrect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now let's solve the problem on why that happened in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. like, she bit me no, And I'm like, uh, like we're too old to, for that, but you know, and they're getting better about it. I think too, um, just being again, consistent and having routine helps. Mm-hmm. Yes. Helps a lot. So in your program that you have starting, what kind of things do you cover and what does that look like? Sure. So it's about getting our strong-willed children to finally cooperate. Um, So it's a lot, it's, I would say it's half and half because there's two uh, aspects and they go hand in hand. One doesn't work without the other. So one side is like the technique and what do you do, you know, in the heat of the moment, what things should you say um, more, you know, tangible. And then the other side is um, the parent working on their stuff, you know, their conditioned beliefs, their emotional baggage, their unresolved childhood wounds that maybe they're projecting unwittingly, you know, and just their um, inside stuff, kind of clean it up with them because that is a million percent why they are reacting the way they do to their children. And it's so much of the damage, if not all of it, is in our reactions to our children. So in the discipline, in the telling them what not to do, what to do, that's where, um, that's the potent place where so much can go wrong. Mm-hmm. So we we deal with the parent stuff and then in the moment stuff as well. Yeah. And I work with a parenting coach um, mm-hmm. that helps me maneuver around situations or what I should do or how I should put it for certain situations, which is so helpful. Um, I don't think a lot of people, I didn't know of one until my divorce that there were parenting coaches. I thought they were just therapists Mm -hmm. and that, um, I know there's like parenting classes I've taken Mm -hmm. as well. And so it's one of those things where we don't know how to deal with everything. Like parenting is so learning on the fly and not every child is the same. And so, you know, you'll have one that'll react completely different than the other one to the same exact stimulus. And so how to deal with those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so no one taught us you know, we just learned from how we were parented and most of that was not healthy because a lot of us were not parented by conscious parents. And a lot of us, they focused on our behavior, um, our achievement and not, you know, who we are and, and our nature and our essence and our true needs behind the behavior, just the behavior itself, which is it's like the fever, the behavior is a fever. It's not the real core of of what's going on. So, um, yeah, there it's, there's no test to become a parent, no exam, and we just wing it. And there's, 
the ways the traditional paradigm ways are are working against ourselves and it's damaging and it's um it's it's against connection and what can what our children need to cooperate to get along to move forward to thrive is connection so it's really steering away from all those ways we know the timeouts the threats the taking the away of privileges the uh, the it's all ways that we withdraw our love from them uh, mm-hmm. in the moment we like dangle it like a carrot and we say okay you did that I'm taking this away and they take it as we took our love away and for a child our love is you know their world it's everything to them so mm-hmm. to learn that so I help parents guide them into a new approach a new way that does not put their relationship on the line and strain it. Okay. Yeah. Cause that's really, we always want to look into the future and be like, I hope that they're just as close as they are with me now, or, you know, mm-hmm. we want to have an open relationship with them and, and not have like grow apart yes. you know, moms yes. of boys. I don't want them moving away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's everything. The trajectory, the typical trajectory into teenagehood, which is just around the corner for a lot of us is, is, um, troublesome and strained. And, you know, some go as far as their parents become their enemies. You know, it's, it's, it's an ugly, it could be very ugly. And a lot of families go that route. And that's because of the ways we are with them now when they're young, the the wall of resentment just keeps building more and more the more we um give them reason to resent us so oh, it's yeah. critical that we become aware now so that they they will come to us with their problems and they won't replace us with their peers when they're teenagers and they'll want to come visit us for thanksgiving when they're young adults and yeah this is for for now and for forever Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I, you know, the best, I mean, we make mistakes as parents every day and we have to also Mm -hmm. learn from our mistakes Mm -hmm. and keep that like, okay, that was the wrong thing to do this time. So the next time this happens, we should do it this way. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I'll say something. I'm like, that was not the best approach. So I'm going to try a different way. And it's just, you know, we have to see what tests and test it, track it, tweak it kind of thing, right? See what happens. So, um, well, how can we find your program? How can we find out more about your, um, your, you know, your website, anything like that, that you can share? Yes. Thank you. So the website is, uh, highloveparenting.com. I'm on Facebook and Instagram, highloveparenting, and you can just email me also reem at highloveparenting.com. And yeah follow me on Instagram. Amazing. And, um, we will have all that information in the show notes for the listeners and then any type of, um, discount codes that you're going to provide our listeners or, um, Mm -hmm. any type of, um, freebies, it'll all be listed there. So we can check out you Reem and your, your, um, all your resources and your, uh, new program that's coming up. And I highly encourage my listeners to go and check you out and check out I love, uh, parenting world. Oh, thank you so much. It was such a pleasure and honor to be here.
Oh, and thank you so much for being here. Hopefully you come back and um, we can work through more, more yeah. challenges. I'm sure as we get older, it's nothing, it's never a dull day. Uh, and uh, thank you again, listeners, for listening to another episode of the Chaos Cookies podcast. Um, please don't forget to rate, review, share uh, this episode and your favorite episodes with everyone and anyone that you know. And uh, grateful for your listening. And thank you again, Reem, for being here. And we'll catch you thank on the you next so one. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Chaos and Cookies podcast. If you want more goodies and friends to share them with, follow the crumbs to the Facebook group or visit the Chaos and Cookies website to grab my sweet secrets on how to calm your cookies. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. See y'all next week for another episode of Chaos and Cookies.